0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host Dan Bongino. He's funny. He he has Tony here. Tony Tony Boombots is back. So he just like flips to me on the screen like I don't know oh my god oh my, my life like wasn't like blowing my nose or something like that. Like, oh, sorry, here's a little snot rag for you during <laughs> the break. Folks, I I know weekend update. And and it's not because I'm trying to be a jerk and like I'm withholding the weekend update. It's just today's too important. It's Iowa Caucus Day, and honestly, I didn't do anything this weekend. Went out to eat with with Paula, had a good time. Went to my buddy Kyle G's restaurant, had good shrimp cocktail, and uh, that's about it. So we got to get right to the content. I warned you about what's going on in Texas. Did I not say that shit was going to break bad? And it's happening. And also, the most important story of the day which I'm, I'm going to do after the caucus because that's happening now, but don't go anywhere. There is 100% riots coming right now on the left. On le- well, They're not even hiding it anymore. If you saw the article this weekend, you know what I'm talking about. It. Stay tuned. Hey, I've been raving about Beam's Dream Powder. They're hot cocoa for sleep. It's awesome. Get up to 40% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino at checkout. It's delicious. Help you sleep. Big show today, huge day. It all begins today. It's freaking turkey time in Iowa. All this talk about we're going to win. No, we're going to win. No, this strategy is great. This strategy is great. And all that stuff is gone now. Now all that matters is who actually shows up and votes. Hey, you having trouble sleeping or staying asleep is poor sleep negatively impacting your life. You try to sleep supplements with no success. It's time to embrace the importance of a restful slumber and introduce yourself to an amazing product that can revolutionize your nighttime routine. My favorite thing, Beams Dream Powder. It's a hot cocoa for sleep that could transform your nights. You know me, you know, Dream's been a game changer for my sleep. Sleep, so super important. My listeners today, special discount on Beams Dream Powder. They're science-backed hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar. Better sleep is never tasted better. Other sleep aids can cause that next day grogginess. That's no good. Dream contains this powerful all-natural blend. And please, please look this up. Reishi. Write it down. Magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin, melatonin. It will help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up refreshed. Just mix Beam Dream into hot cocoa or milk. That's how I like it. And enjoy before bedtime and then go to sleep. If you try Beam's best-selling Dream Powder, get up to 40% off. If you want to try it for a limited time, when you go to shopbeam.com slash Bongino, use code Bongino at check out that shop. B-E-A-M. Dot com slash Bongino and use code Bongino for up to 40% off great product. Check it out. All right, Joseph, let's go. Yeah.
1: Happy Monday, Daniel.
0: Happy Happy Monday Monday is correct. Big day today. Folks, a lot happening. Listen, I'm going to cover a topic at the end of today's show. The reason I'm doing it at the end is not to tease you. The reason I'm doing it at the end is I want to make sure I give this the appropriate amount of time. There are 100% left wing lunatic street violence coming if Donald Trump wins. They are now openly advertising it. They're not hiding it. An NBC article came out this weekend openly talking about a coup. No. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Do you see it, Joe? I sent it to the show prep. Just read the damn thing yourself. Yeah, are like, yeah, we're kind of planning here for kind of like a military thing. If Donald Trump was like, well, huh? first huge day today, Turkey time. Now we're going to see how all these strategies work in Ohio. Excuse me, Iowa. I do that shit all the time. Just assume if I'm talking about it, I say it all the time. I don't know why. It's like a glitch in my head in the matrix. Iowa, I-O-W-A. I'm going to break it down now by each candidate so that this show is evergreen, needs and wants. So no matter if you watch this show today or after the results tomorrow, you will know what each candidate needs and wants. And when I say needs and wants, I mean needs and wants to stay effectively in this race because you can talk all the smack And all the turkey you want. But here's the bottom line. You need votes. And if you don't get votes, what happens? What happens, Joe? What's the mother's milk of politics? The answer is money. Cheese, baby. Money. Money. Dinero. Cash. Whatever the hell you want to call it. And if donors don't believe you can win, donors ain't going to give you jack squat and jack left town. So, I'm going to go through the major candidates here and what they want and what they need to stay in the race. I'm going to go in order right now of at least who's been consistently polling uh, in Nevada. Obviously, first is Donald Trump. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on what Donald Trump wants and needs because what he wants is cool, but he doesn't need a lot. Donald Trump. Uh, so, first, Donald Trump's wants. What does he want right now to keep voter interest high? Let's be clear no matter, um, with, at least with Trump, Trump is the one candidate. It doesn't matter what happens in Iowa. He's not dropping out. He said it doesn't matter. If Donald Trump finished fourth in Iowa, it's not going to happen in Iowa. I said it right. Amazing. In Iowa, he is not dropping out no matter what. But what does he want? What's a successful night look like? Well, a 30 plus point margin of victory is that going to happen? I don't know. Predictions are like a-holes. Everybody's got one. doesn't matter at this point. I'm just telling you what he wants. A 30-point lead does what? Ladies and gentlemen, questions are better than assertions. Chat Chatsters, you know the answer. What does a 30-point victory tonight for Donald Trump do? It instills a sense of inevitability. Here's what he's going to say. Let me just predict right now. Donald Trump wins by, say, 30 points from the second candidate. That's what he wants. He's going to say... Look at DeSantis, did the full Grassley, 99 counties, spent whatever, 10 plus million in Iowa. I don't know how much he spent, whatever. Nikki Haley, look at what she did here. Vivek, he's been living here. He's been all 99 counties. And look what happened. Iowa's loyal to me. Iowa's not going anywhere. I'm going to win Iowa in the general election. It's what he wants, a 30-point victory. Also, what does he want? He also wants big turnout. Ladies and gentlemen, if I read, uh, chatsters, tell me if you agree here. A yes, you're tired of it. No, you're not. If I read another story about Iowa being cold, I'm gonna lose my shit. It's cold in Iowa, folks. It's January. Hey, Gee, how long have you lived in Florida? Is it hot in the summer? Does anybody give a shit? Uh, <laughs> no, nobody cares. It's hot in Florida. It's cold in Iowa. I, okay, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to hear any more. So if you want to vote. You're going to vote. If you don't want to vote, you're not going to vote. How? Right? I'm so tough. This has been like, oh my God. They act like Iowans who are some hardcore mother. Iowans are tough people. I'm not kissing their ass. I don't live there, but I've been to Iowa. I know a lot of people in Iowa. Iowa's a bunch of hard rocks. They're hard people. They don't give a shit that it's cold. The Kansas, right? The Kansas said, granted, Kansas City's not in Iowa. It's cold there too. They're gonna to have to go out and play football. It's cold. It's cold. It's fine. Shut up. The people are gonna go out and vote. They're tough people. However, watch the turnout. Ladies and gentlemen, by about 10 to 9 Eastern time, round rounded up. 9 p.m. Eastern time, you're gonna have a solid idea of what happened in Iowa. You're gonna have a really solid idea. 9 p.m. Eastern time. Keep your eye on all of these channels out there. If the turnout is above 150,000, I think Donald Trump is a big night. So what is now those are his wants. He wants a big turnout, 30-plus margin of victory. What does Donald Trump need? Uh, Candidly, I wrote this last night, putting my show together. Here, you can read it here. He doesn't need much. just needs a win, which seems kind of likely. Does he want a 30-point victory? Yes. If he wins by five, does he need anything else? No. Is Donald Trump going to drop out if he wins by five? No. Not a chance. Donald Trump's not going to drop out if he finishes third or fourth. It's not going to happen. So he doesn't really need a lot. I mean, he's in good shape. So there's no sense wasting a lot of time on that. Let's go to the second candidate who's been running a consistent second. Haley's been kind of tickling the number two spot. But Ron DeSantis. Again, folks, the primary is going to be over uh, relatively soon in the next few months. Uh, I'm kind of done with it. I like primaries. I think they're good things. I had a lady on Twitter this one. I just lost my shit on her, suggesting somehow I moved to, out of Florida because uh, I think DeSantis is a great governor. But I chose Trump in the general. Uh, you can kiss my, my, my ass. You can take your lips and plant them right on my ass. I've actually hey. lived in Florida close to nine years uh, when I moved down here, Joe, the governor's name was, uh, what was his uh, Yeah, Rick Scott. That's right. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, uh, uh, by the way, uh, Ron DeSantis is an awesome governor who I campaigned for while you were sitting on your lard ass. Uh, I actually was out there campaigning for and I would proudly campaign for it. Again, I just chose a different person in this race. So you can go fuck yourself, having said that. Um, but also, Ron DeSantis, for as great as a governor he is, neither him nor Donald Trump nor Ronald Reagan or everyone else gave me my liberty. And I don't move to a state because a governor allowed me to. So you can, again, shut the fuck up. I moved to Florida because I'm a free American citizen who loved the state and campaigned for a great governor who did a great two terms. So if I sound a little pissed off. I'm kind of done with this primary. Okay. I'm done with the assholes. I'm done with the bullshit. I'm done with the this guy hates that guy. Don't care. I'm Dan Bongino. I do my own motherfucking show and I don't need anybody's bullshit. Okay. Having said that, DeSantis, a great governor. Fantastic. I picked a different guy. Okay. I hope he has a wonderful career. God bless him tonight. He He ran a good campaign in Iowa. Good luck. What does he want? He wants a win, but he needs a second-place win, a second-place uh, spot. And if he doesn't get second, DeSantis is going to have a hard time. Not because I don't like DeSantis, crazy people. I just told you he's been a great governor. I'm just telling you the guy's donors are going to start to say, hey, man, you've been there a long time. How'd you not finish number two? You can't stand the election analysis And some honesty and truth, like I just gave about Trump, then please get the hell off my show. I don't want you. I don't need you. I don't give a shit. Okay. The guy needs a second place finish or he's going to have some serious questions. Is he going to drop out if he finishes third? I don't think so. He may stay through South Carolina. I'm not sure, but he definitely wants a second place finish at best. What does he need? Well, I'll go to Shannon Breen for this from Fox. She had a good clip. He needs some big crowds. There's no question DeSantis ran a great ground ground game. He's got a good ground game. He's also got a lot of loyalty with supporters. Are his supporters going to show up? So the turnout issue I told you is going to matter with Donald Trump, where they're going to need about 150 k turnout. Remember, a lot of these people, a third of them, by the way, roughly 35%, a third of the Republican voters is their first caucus. Are they going to show up for DeSantis or for Trump? How do we know it's their first caucus? Because they told pollsters it's their first caucus, meaning they never voted for anyone before. So the polls may be off. It's completely possible. Here's Shannon Bream on the turnout here with DeSantis. Check this out. And
1: I think that there might be something to the DeSantis turnout that I just get a vibe. It feels like there could be something there anecdotally, you guys were here on the ground and he is having people in this horrendous weather show up to the point where they're having to bring in extra chairs. He's having sellout crowds that they're packing up the rooms that he's doing. And these venues in this weather, there have to be people that are still interested because you've got to make effort to get out right now. So anecdotally, it feels like according to what's happening on the ground for him, it may not be an exact match to the polls.
0: Mm. You see what I'm saying? DeSantis has a good ground game. We'll see how it materializes in the poll. Again, if anybody's interested in only their guy and doesn't want to hear anything about election analysis offer any candidate, I I'm I tune out. It's okay. It's not personal. If all you want to hear is my guy's awesome and I, I fuck everything else, I'm fine. That's not today's show. I do a podcast about conservative politics. I don't worship Ball or any candidate. I can't say that enough. I'm in a really good mood today, man. i sound it, but I'm really getting tired of this shit. I got a conservative movement out there that is going to outlast Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, Ted Cruz, and everyone else. What else does Ron DeSantis want? He wants at least a second place finish, hopefully a close one. He also obviously wants to avoid third place, and he wants to keep the donors happy. I mean, that sounds like the same thing. But it's really not. The donors, this guy needs to keep his donors happy. He's got a big issue right now with donors starting to lose faith. The donors are going to really question this campaign. If he doesn't get it done, at least finish a decent second. All right, let's move on to Haley because I got a lot to talk about today. What does Nikki Haley want? Well, candidly, folks, Nikki Haley wants a big turnout amongst like the rhino class and even Democrats. You like Haley? Great. Not my business. I'm just telling you the truth. You doubt me? Here's left wing Axios on the ground over there noting Democrats could give Haley a boost in the Iowa caucuses. Why would Democrats do that? Folks, Democrats don't have a primary in Iowa, a caucus in Iowa. So a lot of Democrats who hate Donald Trump could reasonably show up and say, Hey, listen, I just think Haley's the best rhino alternative to Donald Trump. I'm not saying that. I'm telling you what they're thinking. I'm going to turn out, register game day, which I can as a Republican, caucus for Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley wants that to happen. She's not going to say it publicly, but everybody knows it's true. It's the worst kept secret in Iowa right now. What does Nikki Haley also want? Well, same thing DeSantis wants. She wants second place. But unlike DeSantis, Nikki Haley, who was kind of a late bloomer in the race. Haley, if she finishes third, it's not as catastrophic as it is for DeSantis. DeSantis has lived in Iowa. Very few people have campaigned as hard in Iowa as he did. He is going to have a hard argument to make going forward if he finishes third. Haley's going to say, hey, man, we love Iowa. It's great. I can't even predict her speech. You guys are awesome. Third is exactly where we thought we would be. You know, we, 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 we were late bloomers in the race. She doesn't need a second place finish. What does she also want? She wants DeSantis to drop out. There is a room. I hate rumors. And let me just tell you in advance, the only reason I don't even like broadcasting rumors because I don't want to move people's vote on Election Day. I'm just telling you, I don't put a lot into these rumors because other camps put them out there. There's a rumor DeSantis is probably not going to stay in the race if he doesn't finish a strong second tonight. I don't know if that's true or not. The only reason I bring it up is I'm not sure that Haley people didn't put that out there. I don't know who put it out there. I'm just saying it's in their interest to spread this rumor to the donor class. Hey, winky, winky, nod, nod. We need to get DeSantis out. I don't like putting that out there because I'm forget, don't just ignore that stuff you vote. If you guys, whatever vote you got, you just stick with it. But I'm not so sure that isn't another campaign putting it out there. Haley's needs. Haley needs one thing. Haley, absolutely, to stay in this race, cannot finish behind Vivek. If Haley finishes behind Vivek, Ramaswamy, who's got his own issues, which we'll get to in a second there. If if Haley finishes, if it goes Trump, DeSantis, Vivek, Haley, and she finishes with 10, 8% or less, she's going to be in real trouble. She's going to have a hard time making the case that she's the listen, here, here's the important thing. Her case now is I'm the only candidate who's like a lock against Joe Biden in the general. Just listen to her, folks. I follow politics. It's uh, you know, it's it's my life. It's everything I do. I love it. I enjoy it. This isn't a job for me. Haley's stump speech has been, I beat Biden by 17 points, no one else is close. How the hell are you gonna make that case if you finish behind Vivek and finish fourth in Iowa, which is a red, but Leans kind of purple state now. How are you going to make that case? You couldn't even get a bunch of Republicans who, you know, who are in a purpley kind of state, you couldn't even get them to vote for you. She cannot finish behind Vivek. It's important. All right, let's wrap this up with Vivek. Now, Vivek's wants and needs changed this weekend because he stepped on a freaking landmine. And it was really, folks, political malpractice. It was really bad. I said this before, I'll say it again. Someone on Twitter is like, damn to acknowledges he knows Vivek. Yeah, no shit. I know Donald Trump and the DeSantis crew too. <laughs> I do politics. Was that surprising? I'm giving you a candid take on Vivek. I think he had a great campaign with the press. Is it going to materialize into votes? A lot of people are doubting that this weekend. What does Vivek want? Vivek wants a second place finish, okay? I don't think that's going to happen. He'll accept third like Haley, Vivek doesn't need to finish second. Honestly, Vivek doesn't even need to finish third. If he finishes a strong fourth and Haley gets like 18.8 and he gets 18.2, he's going to say, oh, we effectively finished third. You know, listen, we were right there. We're on their tail. He wants second, but he'll accept anything at this point, uh, Vivek. I think he could stay in. Remember, Vivek, unlike the donor class uh, can- candidates, Vivek and Trump don't really need outside money. They'll take it. They're not stupid, but they don't need it. They can always sell fund if there's a funding gap. But DeSantis and Haley don't have that option. So I need you to understand in my voter analysis here, the reason Vivek gets treated differently is Vivek can stay in the race as long as he wants. He's got almost an endless pool of money. Outside of Trump, no one else can say that. He wants second. He'll accept third. He'll even take a competitive fourth. What does he need? Folks, he needs to unfuck this thing that happened this weekend with the shirt thing. This was a really bad tactical move. Um, I like Vivek I, I, as a man. However, this was a major screw up. I'll get to the screw up in a second. I got to take a quick break, but a lot of you saw what happened. And I'll say again for the umpteenth time this is my show. I'm doing an election analysis. If you want to only hear about how great your guy is, I'll say for the 10,000th time, this ain't the show for you. I'm a conservative. I don't worship freaking golden calf politicians. I don't give a shit who they are. I have a responsibility to you to give an analysis that you can listen to tomorrow after it and go, shit, that sounded right to me. Yeah, a little feisty today because this has gotten just really old, really fast. This whole thing. So I'm ready for it to be over. You probably are too. Americanfinancing.net. Hey, it's 2024. A lot of us are trying to get our finances in order. Here's some great news for homeowners. Interest rates have dropped and are now in the fives, a lot lower than they were last year. So if you've been buried in high interest credit card debt, now's the time to break free. American financing can help you access the cash in your home to pay off your high interest debt. Last year, their salary-based mortgage consultants helped consumers save an average of $854 a month. It's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. What a way to start the new year, right? So if you start today, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments, two. Call American Financing today. I bet you want the number. Here it is. A great company, been with me a long time. 888-994-7660. 888-994-7660. The website, this is not a .com. It's a .net. Americanfinancing.net. Americanfinancing.net. NMLS182334, NMLSconsumerAccess.org, APR for rates, and the five starts at 6.406 for well qualified customers. Call 888 994 7660 for details about credit costs and terms. Thanks, American Financing. We appreciate it. Okay. This guy's got to unscrew this thing. It's a major screw up, and I like the guy. He messed up big time. First, Donald Trump just basically, on his truth account, filleted Vivek this weekend. Now, Is this going to change my opinion of anything? I, Of course, you knew Donald Trump was, you know, with Donald Trump, loyalty matters because he's loyal to his people and he's been loyal to me for a long time. And I've always appreciated that. However, I vote for the guy I think can enact the best conservative agenda. He said, Vivek started his campaign as a great supporter, the best president generations, et cetera. Unfortunately, now all he does is disguise his support in form of deceitful campaign tricks. Very sly. But a vote for Vivek is a vote for the other side. Don't get duped. Vote Trump. Don't waste your vote. Vivek is not MAGA. The Biden indictments against his political opponent will never be allowed in this country. They're already beginning to fall MAGA. Now, what was this about? It's about this. Vivek posted on Twitter, which was not a good idea, folks. I mean, here's the thing. Vivek's kind of campaign lane. And I say this objectively, whether you believe it or not, is irrelevant. I know what's in my head and I know my intentions are pure. Vivek had a unique lane in this race. The lane was this. People were going to vote Trump. but They were starting to like Vivek. Vivek wanted to battle against the Trump indictments, which he did. And we shouldn't ignore that. Uh, Vivek always spoke positively about President Trump and has been very candid that this was kind of a thing, like a mistake here. But it was a huge mistake. He put out this Twitter photo with all these people wearing these shirts. Save Trump. Vote Vivek. Now, Donald Trump's a proud guy. He doesn't need saving by by Vivek. He just doesn't. Uh, I don't why they. I don't know why they thought this was a good idea. But it, it really. Was, it was just a terrible idea, and it really backfired because he had a unique lane. DeSantis's people generally are not big Trump people. Haley's people are definitely not Trump people. Vivek had this lane where if Trump would have faltered later in the race, the MAGA crowd had kind of taken to him. I think this was a tactical mistake. Tactical mistake. Is it fixable? Anything's fixable in politics. We'll see what happens again. Just my analysis, IMHO, my humble opinion. What do you know about campaigning, Dan? I did it three times. That's what I know about. I've actually run for office, worked on campaigns, and worked in a couple White Houses. So I kind of get the hint a little bit. Here's some video of Vivek, though. He does have a lot of solid support. And I'll tell you this, with one third of people, here he is coming into an event. These are pretty solid crowds, folks. I mean, this isn't like anything to sneeze at. It's kind of a standing room only thing. So he does got a lot of loyal supporters. And remember what I said earlier my analysis. Turnout hits, turnout, by the way, in 2016. So you have a template for what the number means, how many voters are going to turn out. 2016, the last super competitive Republican primary. You all remember it, the Trump Hillary race, okay? Turnout was, anybody have any guesses? Anyone in the chat, any guesses what the turnout was? Turnout was 187,000. That's a lot. They're not going to hit that today. I mean, weather is an issue. I don't want to hear any more stories about it. People from Iowa are tough, they get it. However, if it hits 150 and a lot of those, I told you, 35% are first-time caucus goers. Vivek could really upset the polls. So we'll see what happens. He probably wishes that thing didn't happen this weekend. All right, I got a lot more to get to, including this riots coming thing, folks. But uh, I wanted to show you something first. This is super important. You know, there have been a bunch of ruthless attacks on platforms I'm on that respect free expression, And there's a big scam going on behind the scenes with this Great Reset crowd. Folks, this Great Reset globalist crowd hates with a deep, dark, visceral, visceral, abdominal wall hatred. The Great Reset globalist progressive liberal commies absolutely hate what they can't control. They think their money is your money. You know, yesterday I'm driving to church with our security guy, right? And I'm talking to him. He's a nice guy. And we got in this conversation just randomly. It's not a far ride, maybe 15 minutes to church about taxes, how the government, why people, especially on the left, accept this default premise that you owe the government jack shit is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. You don't owe the government anything. The government owes you a public service attitude and what we pay for courts, post roads, a military. You don't owe the government anything. You don't know the government's squat. Governments around the world hate what they cannot control. They hate Rumble. That's why Rumble's had to go to war with foreign governments repeatedly over and over. They hated Parler. They hate Substack. They hate Elon. But folks, their latest thing is they hate crypto. Folks, listen to me. Crypto's got a solid future. Blockchain financial technology has an amazing future. You know why the government hates it? The government hates it because they can't control it. And it is none of their freaking business. If you were violating the law and you broke the tax law, you got your own problems to deal with. That's a different story. If you are obeying the law and you have paid your taxes and whatever, what you do with your money is none of the government's business. Double barrel. None of it. It's not their freaking business. So I'm, I, I've been interested in crypto for a long time and the technology. So I'm, 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 I'm fishing around for some content this weekend for the Monday show. And I see this. Here's the go-to, folks. USA Today. Every single time the government and the globalists want to squash something, it's definitely Nazis. It's amazing how many Nazis are like, on a Nazi problem with few rules to stop them. White supremacists fundraise for hate. Jessica Goon and Goon was the other author and I put that back up and will care will care this could not be two better titles <laughs> Jessica Goon and will care less Jessica Goon will care less that, that, I didn't even notice that Jessica Goon will care yes yeah, she will care less she wrote this uh last week January 12 2024 she wrote this article apparently there are Nazis everywhere folks it's really crazy there are Nazis all over the place Nazis uncrypt- everybody's a Nazi Now, you may be saying, come on, Dan, they don't use the Nazi analogy to get rid of stuff they don't like. You guys don't know what this? This segment took me all of 3.35 minutes to put together. How easy was this segment to put together? Everything I know, the globalist, progressive commies don't like, I just put the name a Nazi next to it. Here's one, Substack. I put in the favorite left-wing search engine, Google, to show you what the left sees. Substack, Nazis. What came up? Atlantic. Substack has a Nazi problem. Holy shit, Substack too? Crypto Nazis, Substack Nazis? Freaking Nazis everywhere, man. It's crazy. This is nuts, folks. It's almost like Substack. You know, they can't control that either because people like write stuff the government doesn't approve of. Subsect. There's Nazis all over the place. Amazing. Every round, every... There's Nazis except where there's actual Nazis. Like at the White House this weekend. I'll get to that in a second. I was involved with Parler early on before big tech uh, colluded to squash it from the entire universe because they hated us. Here's another article. Andrew Paul. Parler. The app that swears it isn't just for Nazis is back online. Thanks to Nazis.
1: <laughs> Seems weird a little bit.
0: Right, Pee Wee? <laughs> Freaking Nazis. You guys believe this shit? There's Nazis everywhere. I never see anything like it. Nazis all over the place. Nazis, crypto, Nazi substack, Nazi parlor. Except for actual Nazis who are like in front of the White House. Like, get the Jews. Not those Nazis. Yeah, like, come on, Dan. Crypto Nazis, substack Nazis, parlor Nazis. It's not like Twitter now. Oh, look, Twitter. Vice, Elon is turning Twitter into a haven for Nazis. I'm not shitting you, man. This segment took all of about three and a half minutes to put together. I'm not joking. It was that easy. It took me more time to email these articles to the boys on the show prep email than it did to put this together. Everybody's a Nazi. Everyone. You can just, whatever platform you want or whatever conservative you like, Bongino, Beck, Levin, whatever, Hannity, name a conservative talking head. Rush when he was still around. Just put anything, Rumble, anything the left can't control. Just put Nazis. There's an article about how everyone's a Nazi all the time. Right? Even the Jews, the Jewish Nazis. It's amazing. Except, we got to play this. I'm sorry. We got to put the video up for you. I know I'll get to this thing. I just want to play this. Here are actual, like, people who subscribe to the Nazi ideology. They want to kill the Jews. Like, they just river to the sea, kill the Jews. There was a major insurrection at the White House this weekend property damage, there was an elevation from my Secret Service friends and the threat level at the White House that was significant. What do you mean this happened at the White House this weekend? Yes. How come we didn't hear anything about it, Dan? Because they were Nazis, but they were left-wing Nazis. They were people who support killing the Jews. So those Nazis are okay, but no other Nazis, okay? This happened at the White House this weekend. It was an actual insurrection-type attempt by the left's own definition. Look at this. This is actual video. Hat tip uh, mostly peaceful dot live. This front lines folks. Here video. This happened at the White House. Trying to tear the gates down. This one crazy property was damaged. They had to elevate the threat level from my sources at the White House. There's video all over this. This actually happened with the uh, we want to kill the Jews crowd. So while they're focusing on Substack and crypto and Parler and and, and uh, Twitter all being Nazi force, the actual Nazis you heard nothing about. There's actual video. You can watch all this yourself. I know What's nothing. Who's on it? Oh, <laughs> folks, Guy's got a good point. The FBI is 100% on this. There's wanted posters out there right now. Just kidding. No, they're not. They don't give a shit. If someone had a MAGA hat on, it'd be different. They'd all be in jail right now, I'm sure. Red State had an interesting article about this in a newsletter, by the way, if you want to read it. so about the insurrection at the White House this weekend. Feel free to knock yourself out. All right, listen, coming up after this, I got this important story. Listen, listen clear. There are 100% street violence coming with the left. They are preparing for it right now. I hope and pray this show is wrong. But you mark my words and you flag this date, Joe. This is super important. January 15th. You remember this show. If Donald Trump wins, you are going to see absolute chaos. And they're not even hiding it. I'll show you what I mean coming up next. Flag it! Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Didn't know. Uh, who is it? My uh, was it the FBI director? Oh, Merrick Garland. Right. Remember when he said about the abortion clinics? Oh, uh, yeah. We can't investigate. Some of it happens at night. That was a good point. It was a riot at night. Good good call. Guy. I totally get it. Hey, Derek Farland. We get it. No problem. It's night. They can't see anything or anything like that. Clowns. That's funny. <laughs> Jim, pull that for the radio. If you could The Merrick Garland night thing, we got to play that. That's hilarious. Stay tuned for the radio. Hey, as we head into a presidential election year, one one thing you can be sure of, 2024, it's going to be tumultuous. Yeah, I just said that. How will your hard-earned savings fare? Perfect timing, right? You already see the impacts of inflation at the pump all around you. Wages aren't keeping up, folks. You're losing buying power. You better protect your savings and do what I do. Birch Gold, folks. Consider diversifying with Birch Gold. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Let me just tell you a quick story. I gave a gold coin to my brother-in-law this weekend. I go, That's how confident I am gold was going to go up. I gave it to him this weekend. I owed him some money. I, my, my brother-in-law won. Just text Dan to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold without paying a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers, including me, you can trust Birch Gold too. Text DAN to 989898 for your free info kit. Text DAN to 989898 now. Performance may vary. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Message and data rates apply. Listen again, folks, I'm not your financial advisor. Birch Gold is a great company. I've been with them a long time and doing business. Check them out. Our last sponsor today, before I get back to the most important story, I want to thank Michael Caputo, by the way, a friend, for telling people to listen to the show about this because it's critical. Listen, it's time for you to be awake, not woke. Start your day with a hot America-first cup of blackout coffee. I love blackout coffee. I've been using it in espresso, in pod coffee, everything. They're an active supporter of hardworking Americans. They see work as their duty. They honor and take care of their customers more than any coffee company out there. Blackout coffee's blowing up. You know why? Because not only really love America. That's important, folks. We got to make a good product. There's nothing more American than making a good product. They make premium-grade coffee beans they use. it. Most people don't even know what premium coffee tastes like because these woke mega corporations put this push this crap into your coffee pot. I'm proud to recommend Blackout Coffee. Start the year off right with the best coffee out there and a resolution to support parallel economy companies like Blackout Coffee. Skip those lines at the store. Order online. The folks at Blackout Coffee ship within, 20, uh, within 48 hours of roasting. It's incredible. Do me a favor. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino and see what I'm talking about. It's the real deal Blackout Coffee. Time to stop drinking woke corporate garbage coffee every morning. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Make the switch to Blackout Coffee. You can thank me later. The stuff is great, folks. You're going to love it. Check it out. That bag has a lot of sniffs, but today there's a lot going on. So we can get, we'll have to check out. I'm going to give a sniff break for a little, even though I know it's got a lot of sniffs left. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just say this straight out. You ready? Everybody in the chat, you ready for this? Because this is the most important segment of the show. This is what we're closing in on 100,000, Already, We're not even halfway done, which is beautiful because I'm glad you're here to hear this. They're planning a freaking coup here. The anti-Trump crazed left and swampy right. No. Oh, yeah. They're not even hiding it anymore. Folks, remember the Transition Integrity Project? Remember that project during the presidential transition in 2020? That was trying to, this is before the election. They were trying to prepare for the, what they thought could be a possible Trump win and what they would do if there was a Trump win. This transition integrity project. I, I, and if you're in the chat thinking, Dan, we've heard this before, listen to me. I love you more than anything, folks. This show is my entire life outside of my kids and my wife, and my God and my church. There's nothing else I have. This is it. I don't even have a lot of friends. You guys are everything to me. This Transition Integrity Project was a big deal. There were some real players, some real D.C. swampies, and some very powerful people with very serious connections to military and elsewhere who were deadly serious about taking seriously the notion that if Trump won, there would be a street fight. How do I know? Because they wrote it. It's right here. I can't emphasize to you enough. Screenshot this right now if you're on your phone. If you had an iPhone, hit the buttons, screenshot it, and save this. Put that up on the screen if you would. Planners, this is their own project, need to take seriously the notion that this this may well be a street fight. Not a legal battle. Technocratic solutions courts and reliance on elites observing norms are not the answer. This group was a big deal. They wrote a huge report on how to screw Trump over if he won in 2020. They were talking about an actual street fight. And again, in case you think it's a euphemism, they meant a legal one. They say right there, not a legal battle. This group is not kidding. They are back. The same people behind it are back. And they're the same people behind this Time Magazine article that I can't emphasize enough either, where they actually brag about the cabal that stole the 2020 election. Who was the cabal that worked together? That are some of the same personalities behind the Transition Integrity Project. For those lefties out there going, it's a conspiracy theory. It was CEOs, the Chamber of Commerce, which you should never trust. The AFL-CIO, where did they take their inspiration to take out Trump if the election didn't go their way? They took it from the, quote, Summers' massive, sometimes destructive racial justice protests. Folks, these people are preparing for a freaking riot and a damn coup. No, they're not. You're just exaggerating for clicks. Am I? Because all I'm doing right here is quoting their own shit, man. Just go read it. Come on, Dan. They didn't say they were preparing for a street fight. No, they wrote it. Literally. They didn't say there was a secret cabal inspired by racial protests. No, they wrote it. Literally in the timepiece. It's right there. Just look. Open your eyes. Folks, I'm trying to prepare you, man, because everybody's going to need to harden up. These people on the left have gone crazy. And while this show has resolutely, this positively, and with a full stop, absolutely, absolutely condemns any decay into political violence in this country. For reasons I've discussed thousands of times, including witnessing violence as a street cop, the left has no such obstacle. They're actively preparing for it. What happened this weekend? Why are we talking about this again? Do you see this NBC News piece? Oh, boy. If you haven't seen this NBC News piece, you are doing yourself a major league disservice. They are openly now talking about a freaking coup. The day was yesterday. I want to forget this. I'm sorry. I can't. Man. I just NBC News. He, this is in a newsletter, right? Bongino.com slash newsletter. Folks, go to the newsletter and read this today, please. Fears grow that Trump will use the military in dictatorial ways if he returns to the White House. Wait, what? The military, I'm not talking about our our, our, our warriors, our heroes. I'm talking about the politicians in the upper level, the Mark Millies of the world, hated Donald Trump. What are you talking about? Fears he will use the military in dictatorial ways? People people who are regular Trump voters are afraid of the opposite, that bureaucrats at the upper level of the military are going to screw Trump over, who would be, if he wins, obviously the commander-in-chief. Listen to this shit. Listen to every word. Those taking part in this effort, this is the effort to screw Trump over if he wins. Those taking part in the effort told NBC News they're studying Trump's past actions and 2024 policy positions so they'll be ready if he wins in November. That involves preparing to take legal action and send letters to Trump appointees spelling out consequences they face if they un- if they undermine constitutional norms. Gee, please leave this up because I want. If you're watching, do you believe this shit? <laughs> do, just. Do you you understand what we're reading here? You've got a bunch of people who have no military authority whatsoever, media types, journalist types, think tank people, sending threatening letters to potential Trump appointees if they follow the orders of the commander-in-chief. What the is going on here? This has a name, gents and ladies. It's called a coup. Dan, they actually wrote this? Read the article yourself. It goes on. You're going to see a very familiar name here too, by the way. The Norm Eisen's, the Brookings crew, the Mary McCord's, the Andy McCabe's. They're all the same people who were involved either secondarily or primarily in transition integrity project type efforts, efforts to undermine Trump, the cabal. It's all the same people, folks. Here's a quote from one of them, Mary McCord. In the NBC News piece, it's on the screen still. We've already started to put together a team to think through the most damaging types of things that Trump might do. So we're ready to bring lawsuits if we have to, said Mary McCord, executive director of this Georgetown Law Place. Mary McCord. Those regular viewers to the show, including Joe, are like, Mary McCord. Oh, thank you. you look at a highlight? I I didn't even see that on the screen. Mary McCord, (laughs) like, Dan, didn't you write a book like Spygate, Exonerated, Follow the Money about Mary McCord and others? Uh, Matter of fact, I did. Here is a Mary McCord article in the Washington Post from 2017. Career attorney who oversaw Russell Probe at Justice Department steps aside willingly. Who was that career attorney? Holy shit, you'll never guess. It was Mary Mary McCord. That's uh, that's weird. It's almost like there's a cabal of people, like we said, who admitted in a Time Magazine piece to being a cabal, who want a street fight in the election because they said so, now threatening people who would take orders from the commander-in-chief that they're ready to basically attack them personally and professionally. If it sounds like a coup, uh, it's because it is. One of the ringleaders, by the way, a complete piece of shit, a piece of human garbage who is is at the forefront of the effort to burn the United States to the ground, is a piece of human garbage known as Norm Eisen. Norm Eisen has been knee-deep in all of this bullshit. He knows all the players. Norm Eisen is one of the single most destructive people in America right now. He is out to burn the Constitution to the ground. All of these things I'm talking about involve the Norm Eisen type. They are all know each other. They're all working to start this coup, soft coup, and potentially hard coup if they don't get their way. Here's Norm Eisen. I want you to listen how he talks about here, how if he doesn't get their way, basically with the the efforts to keep Trump off the ballot, here's their new effort, that if they're just going to bankrupt Trump and destroy his business, totally unethical, immoral, and potentially illegal. But they'll do that if they don't get their way. This is serious stuff, folks. This is not a joke. Listen to them. and Eisen, uh, mm-hmm. let me get your sense. What's the, what's the risk right
1: now for the Trump
0: organization?
1: Well, it's substantial, Wolf, including that when all of these trial and appellate proceedings are concluded, it may lo- no longer be called the Trump organization. Uh, it's not just the massive uh, over three hundred million dollars in financial penalties uh, for the wrongdoing that the attorney general is seeking. But there is injunctive relief. This judge has already ordered. It's been stayed pending appeal. This judge has already ordered uh, some of the remedies that uh, can be referred to as a corporate death penalty, Trump and his sons not allowing to participate in the business, in the business, not allowed to do other business, to take loans for a period of time, uh, perhaps putting a receiver in charge. If all of that comes to pass and if it holds up on appeal, and I think the judge has been careful, like with those Eric and Don Jr. comments, he's showing balance if it holds up on appeal. This could be the end of the Trump organization as we have known it for all of these years. Folks, these guys aren't.
0: Sorry, get off the screen, I want to watch you all on the chat. They're
1: not kidding.
0: There's no avenue they won't take. Soft coup, hard coup, attacking his business interests, attacking him in the courts, attacking his appointees, personal attacks, lies, violence. You understand there's nothing they won't do. Now. The good news is we're not powerless. We're not little sheep. We're not little lemmings. We have the institutions of law and justice, too, on our side as well. We'll also have levels of levers of power to get rid of people inside the government who don't swear allegiance to the Constitution, but are just vindictive to Donald Trump. And if Donald Trump is a commander in chief and gives a lawful order to the military that's not followed, Donald Trump has every legal avenue to get rid of those people or follow the military judicial process. We have power, too. We're not little sheep. Nobody should sit back and cry. So why am I doing the show? I'm doing the show to warn you. I'm doing the show because I believe in that debating method where the best way to beat your opponent in a debate is to preemptively tell the audience, here's what my opponent's going to say next. So that when he says it, he looks like a goofball. These people are going to try this. And now when you see the 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 ninja suit wearing Antifa people in the street the day after Election Day, if you're a local sheriff listening, just know you've been warned. You better do something about it if they break the law, because all this bullshit is just going to metastasize like a cancer because these people aren't kidding around. They always tell you what they're going to do, man. Every time, dude, every time. Hey, can I take a quick break from the show? I don't mean a break from the show, but you got that picture of my buddy, G, but hold that for a second. It's just it's one, it's my daughter's birthday today. So on kind of a good note, um, Isabel, happy birthday. I love you. I, you are, I still can't believe I'm your dad. You know, you're 20 years old. I remember when I took you home in the Wednesday and I couldn't believe you were my baby. I, I couldn't believe like you were mom. I really, I was like, Joe, you remember the experience with little Joe and you burn back? Oh, you're yeah, like, man. This, I, I can't believe this is like my side. I couldn't, you know, you don't know what to do. There's no guidebook. So I love my daughter to death and she's such a wonderful kid. So happy birthday, Isabel from your dad. Love you so much. You're a great kid, but um, I'm sorry. I just, I want to make sure I get this out. Uh, you know, folks, I, I got a platform. I got a lot of people watch my show. We got a really big audience and I love that. And I love you for giving me that. But a lot of people don't. And uh, I, I'm not your, your your moral guidepost, okay? I'm definitely not your priest. I'm not your rabbi, your imam. And I'm not your spiritual advisor either. I'm a guy. Uh, I, I like the cause. I'm a patriot. I love my country. And I'm glad you guys like the show. But I say all the time, like, don't look to me for guidance on moral values. I'm, not, I'm a messed up guy, man. I got all kinds of shit going on in my life. and you know, it's hard sometimes, but sometimes I meet people who don't have my kind of audience and they're just the most amazing people. And we lost one of them this weekend. And you you know, you, you don't know his name, you know mine, uh, but you should. This is a guy right here. That was me and him at a jujitsu seminar taught by Matt Serra about 20 years ago. His name is Lenny Hyde. He's one of the greatest guys you'd ever meet, man. I worked with him in the Secret Service. This guy was like the kind of guy, man. He, 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 I, I said on Facebook this week and I posted about him. It's not that he would give you the shirt off his back. He'd give you his car and give you his house too. He was that kind of guy. He was beloved. And cancer took him, man. That shit scares me every day. He stole this guy from us, man. He was a great guy. He was a weapons expert. This guy knew more about weapons than most weapons manufacturers. You'd never know it by talking to him, though. Always smiling. He also took up jujitsu later in his life, Was the baddest mother you would ever meet in your life. But you'd never know it. It's a class act. When I found out he died this weekend, I was devastated. He just sent me a nice birthday message on December 4th, and uh, I knew he was hurting, but I didn't know he was close to death. Godspeed, my brother. You're a good man. The world is a worse place without you in it. Thanks for everything. Sorry, I want to make sure I got that in. You know, we lose people who don't have our platform. It's a real shame that people don't know their story. But Lenny Hyde was a good man. All right, folks, there was a lot going on this weekend, too, with this immigration thing. I had warned you. You know what, Guy? Can we just jump to the, the, the CBS the story, not the tweet? I'm sorry to bounce around. I know I'm confusing the hell out of everyone. I'm sorry, Tony, too. Poor Tony. It's like, he's, he's, it's like drinking from a fire hose. I go through this whole thing with Guy. Right, Guy? I'm like, exchange story nine for ten, and I throw the whole thing out and just do it anyway. So I, it's just how the show goes when I get something in my head I want to talk about. Listen, I warned you. The reason I'm bringing up this story now that happened at CBS News about what happened in Texas— Is because I'm warning you about the violence that's coming that the left is openly incentivizing in this coup they just openly now talk about. I told you last week that when Governor Greg Abbott made this enormous move in Texas to say the state of Texas is now controlling Eagle Pass, this area with a severe invasion going on. And they said, we're not letting Border Patrol in here anymore because they're expediting immigrants into the country, illegal immigrants into the country. I said to you last week, those of you in the chat, do you remember this conversation? Do you remember me saying last week, like, this could get really bad really fast? It's already happening. Here's the Biden team escalating. The Biden team is crazy. CBS reported just yesterday. The Biden administration is now warning it'll take action if Texas does not stop blocking federal agents from the U.S. border area. Folks, when you read deep into the piece... They're threatening the Department of Justice involvement. They're basically threatening with a wink and a nod to send in federal agents to basically start arresting people. Folks, I, did I not address this last week? Where is this going to go? We got a real problem here. And make no mistake, the problem is absolutely being caused by the Biden administration, which is not only allowing but incentivizing an invasion at our southern border so these states who are subjected to this invasion the border states they have this they're in this weird conundrum i have an obligation as governor greg abbott if i'm thinking as him to my citizens of my state of texas in a federalist system the state has powers too i have an obligation to keep the police state powers belong to the state to keep people safe The president of the United States is actively putting people in danger. Fentanyl, sex trafficking, terrorists crossing the border. What is the governor to do? The governor has a moral, ethical, and legal case that I can't allow these guys in here. They are actively breaking the law and contributing to a public safety nightmare in my state. The Biden team, speaking as them, speaking as them, not me, is going to come back and say, this is clearly unconstitutional. You're breaking the law. Immigration's a federal responsibility. And we got the courts on our side. So now you've got a problem. You've got an unstoppable force and an immovable object. What happens? Nobody else knows either. I have no idea. But I warned you last week that there's a cold civil war coming in this country and it is all being brought upon us by the left. This problem could be solved Tomorrow, the Biden administration could do three simple things. Title 42, the migrant protection protocols remain in Mexico and start getting that wall up and running right now using emergency funds. They don't want to do it. They want this invasion at the southern border. They're enjoying it. They think this is great. They're doing nothing to stop it. And they don't give a damn. What happens next? Folks, both sides have guns. All I can think about is that scene. It is plays in my head over and over in that movie, The Siege, with Denzel Washington and Bruce Willis. Denzel's the FBI guy. Bruce Willis, it's martial laws, the military guy. At the end, Denzel's like, I've got an arrest warrant to take you into custody. Bruce Willis is like, it's martial law. I'm in charge. And they both got the guns pointed at each other. That's all I can think about. What happens? Someone's going to have to say, lower the temperature. And it's and not in Greg Abbott's interest to do that. Now, the media is doing their best, including the human garbage piles at CBS, to claim like, oh, someone drowned this weekend in the Rio Grande. Oh, obviously a tragedy of women and two children, three people. I mean, any human being's like, well, that sounds kind of horrible because uh, it is. But look. Oh, a woman and two children drown while trying to enter the U.S. near a section of the southern border where the Texas National Guard children have prevented border patrol agents from processing and rescuing migrants. You get the wink and a nod? Folks, I told you this is only going to get worse. Yeah, you're right, exactly. P.S., uh, Donald Trump didn't swim in the river either to save them. That's just next. Keep in mind, we have a situation like this at the border because Biden told people to come here and is doing nothing to stop it. And he's getting steamrolled by AMLO, the Mexican president, who's laughing at him right now. Biden's laughing at it. He's laughing at Joe Biden. Laughing at him. You see where this is going to go? Folks, this is going to get ugly really fast. It is in no political interest of Greg Abbott to back down. And it is in no political interest of Biden to stop the invasion. Unstoppable object, immovable, uh, immovable, uh, movable object, unstoppable force. Something's got to give, and this thing's going to get ugly real fast. I got some video I'm going to play for you tomorrow, uh, J.B. Pritzker and others, how, how they keep pretending like the governor of Illinois. This is some kind of Republican problem sending people there. This is Joe Biden's problem. This is the invasion they wanted. This is the invasion they got. Tomorrow's going to be a big show, too. Well, will obviously have the results of the Iowa caucus, but you can watch his show tomorrow, and you'll see everything I said these candidates want and need. You'll see he's going to come to fruition tomorrow. Again, big happy birthday to my daughter. And uh, I hope you all remember, you know, I, I really care about you all. And to the Lenny Hides of the world and the people who make the world better, you're the people that really matter, not me. I'm just the voice in this show, really cares about politics and loves you guys and women. But those are the people who really matter. The truckers, the cops, the military people, you're the ones that make a difference. I love you guys. Thanks for your support. I really appreciate it. And I hope you'll be here tomorrow for the post-game show after Iowa. It is rumble.com slash Bongino. Show goes live at 11 a.m. Please, please download the Rumble app. The user interface is great. Set up an account. I'll see you in the chat tomorrow. I'm there early. Rumble.com slash Bongino. See you tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.